Speed Racer. 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 Racer Speed. Okay, now you ruined it. I ruined nothing. You could have played it off that bit brilliantly. What are you talking about? See, I could have, but you know, you threw me off by switching the words around. It is you are a very easily confused boy. I am. I really am. I jangle um, my keys in front of you whenever I want you to stop talking honestly. Listen, dude, keys are shiny, man. Keys are shiny. Keys are shiny. It's how your wife keeps you in check as well as the child. (laughs) It works with me and the baby. They're they're magic. Oh shit! Whoa! And they're gone. Oh shit! Okay, we're back. (laughs) What just happened? Um, uh, we were speed racing. We were speed racing. Okay. Um, I that's because well, we watched Speed Racer this week, Dylan. Yes, we did. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is this is the first time we've actually watched a movie for our movie podcast in like a month. <laughs> it's been fine. We've had four we've had four episodes in a row where we talked about movies, but we didn't actually like set a movie to watch. So I well, think this that, is a, a like semi return out. to normalcy. We're not watching a Best Picture winner, but thank God. Hey, Speed thank Racer, God, chaos. We, we we watched Speed Racer, and we, we watched are going Speed Racer. To talk about it. Yes, we did. Yes. Um. So I think that, that that I think that's our intro. I don't know about you, but I think we did a good job this week. <laughs> I mean, but, okay, well, we've had worse intros at least. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think I just dragged it down with that. <laughs> but that's beside uh, the point. It is now time to start this week's episode of the Binge Picture Podcast. Go Speed Racer! Go Speed Racer! We're back. Yes. So, uh, welcome to the Binge Picture Podcast, the podcast where each week, the still just two of us, we promise Caleb is coming back at some point. I didn't our- kill him and bury him out to pasture. What are you talking about? No, we need, we need, we need the smart one. He's the smart one, Dylan. I would beg to disagree. My intelligence works when my brain doesn't think faster than my mouth. That's a lot of dead air. Right there. <laughs> That's a lot of dead air right there. What the hell? Uh, like I expected I said, something to retort. No, I just figured I would let that comment breathe. Uh, so each week, <laughs> like a fine t- the, wine, it breathes. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, the three, the sometimes three, currently two of us um, are supposed to watch every movie that has won Best Picture at the Oscars. But with Caleb, we haven't out done on pat- that in months. It's been literal yeah, with, years. With Caleb out on paternity leave, we didn't want him to miss uh, a good, you know, maybe maybe up to ten Best Picture winners. Um, so we're just kind of doing little fun things on the side. When Caleb comes back, we'll get back to business as usual. I am one of your co-hosts, basketball enjoyer, very tired because he stayed up late to watch the Milwaukee Bucks win the NBA title last night. Ross Benbenek. And I am the one, the only, not the only, but I'm the only one here, who is the angriest, who brings the rage, some form of angry entertainment, gets people a little riled up after I smack them across the face with their individual choices. And I am also the one who shall be nameless this time once again. I am the one who is angry. I am the angriest boy. 
You are just the angriest boy. The angriest boy. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank well, you. Well, Mr. Boy, mm. this week we watched Angriest a movie. Man. I'm changing the title. Well, mm-hmm. Mr. Boy, we <laughs> watched a movie. I'll remember again. this. I'll remember this for the next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, this week we watched a movie that did not win Best Picture. Um, at the end of our episode last week, we picked a movie off of my watch list that I mm. was planning on watching but had not seen yet. And mm-hmm. we decided on Speed Racer from 2008. Yes. And we watched it, and now we're going to talk about it. So, yes. Dylan, would you like me? I'm going to I'm gonna do my best Caleb impression. Oh, no. And read you the synopsis of the movie. Oh, God. No, no, no. no. Not- Don't read it. Don't read it. Don't read it. Don't read it. Try and remember it. Try and remember it? Okay, okay. So. Fuck, it's been a couple <laughs> days since I watched it. Do you so, want me to take over? No, no, I got this. It's fine. I got this. Speed, <laughs> so, Speed Racer is an 18-year-old whose life and love has always been automobile racing. His parents, Pops and Mom, run the independent Racer Motors, in which his brother Spridle and his pet Chim Chim Chim... His mechanic Sparky and his girlfriend Trixie are also involved. Now, as a kid, Speed idolized his older brother, Rex. Rex Racer, who was supposedly killed in an automobile accident. Um, I always play the rule that in those like kind of circumstances, even in real life, mm-hmm. did we find the body? Yeah, if you don't see a body, I don't trust the death. Yeah, exactly. Um... And the, mo- the the movie follows along Speed's journey um, from be- from being an independent racer to potentially signing with a major racing corporation and dealing with the corruption and race fixing that comes along with it. Um, Suspense. Yes, it's very, very suspenseful. Um, so E.P. E. P. Arnold Royalton is the owner and con- owner of conglomerate Royalton Industries, and he offers Speed an astoundingly luxurious lifestyle in exchange for signing to race with him. Um, oh, you're Speed reading very- it. You're reading it, you oh, monster. Oh, yeah, I'm, just, I'm reading off of fucking Wikipedia. Fuck you for not having fun. Hey, I'm having fun. I'm having lots of fun, Dylan. Reading a boring Wikipedia page? <laughs> oh. Um, so Speed, um, is tempted by the offer, but he, he turns it down and, um, uh, Royalton says, you're going to regret this. You're going to regret this. <laughs> um, and at this point, and then his younger brother gives him the bird as they're entering the elevator. Oh, dude, I loved the younger brother and the chimp. <laughs> I loved the younger brother and the chimp. Um, and it is at this after um, Speed leaves Royalton. Um, Speed is approached by <laughs> Inspector Detector. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I like how people are always just like, "This was the pinnacle of television." I'm like, guys, this is literally just the best tropes, just with their names. This it's is fantastic. Just, I mean, I mean, it's based on an a- anime and manga from what the 60s. Yeah, something 60s, like that. 70s. Yeah, 60s, yeah. 70s. They definitely had color. That's all I remember. I don't remember yes. specific days. So it's completely just borrow, borrowing the campy fun of the old series. And I think it did a really good job. I've seen a handful of episodes of the original series. Um, I remember watching like a shit version of it. Yeah. Back in like um, early 2000s, some of that. It was with the like mm-hmm. worst animation possible. Uh-huh. And it was like this weird one where they were like kids and like the dad faked his death and then the dad didn't fake their death. And then 
Speed mm-hmm. didn't know he was re- related to Rex, and then it was just very complicated from there. Yeah. Um. So, Speed. Um. Also, nineteen sixty-seven. Nineteen sixty-seven. Okay. So, um, along with so Speed, um, teams up with with the mysterious um Racer X. Not related. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Racer X. Totally not related to Rex Racer. <laughs> <laughs> Just as a whole, and uh, um, he agrees to race in this huge Grand Prix. Um, and he, but he keep, he does not tell his family in order to. Oh know, yeah, and they find to. out by just interrogating the other brother, and then they all show up at the hotel, which is supposed yes. to be like super secret criminal bad guy territory. Mm-hmm. I'm like, um, ah, yes, you've doomed him. Yes, and while um, racing alongside Racer X, Speed notices that they work really really well together (laughs) i wonder why they work really well together and he begins to suspect that racer x is actually his brother rex my god who would have thought i know who could have seen that coming in a 1960s cartoon (laughs) Mm -hmm. um yeah his family is mad that he agreed to race but they do still support him so in this race um Speed ends up taking out many brutal racers who were like bribed to fix the race by yeah. mobsters. Um, yeah, it's it's basically just the conglomerate guy just being like, I don't mm. want him in because the race they're in, it, yeah. whoever wins that got like an all express all expense paid trip to the Grand Race Prix, right? To to the Grand Prix, yeah. Um, and that's why Ra- Speed was in in the first place because like yes, he knew he couldn't do it alone, so he went with Racer X, and then he went with the. The Asian gentleman from yes. Ninja Assassins. Oh, um, shit! I know his name. I know his name. He was I know. Mo- I could think. I, I legitimately Hiroyuki Sonata. No, that's the dad. Oh, you mean um the guy that played Tejo? Yeah, Rain. That he's just listed oh, that as is Rain. his name. Oh shit! I thought I was about to say Rain, and I thought I was wrong. Yeah, he's just listed as Rain on the cast list. Well, that's his name. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, um, Speed confronts Racer X and asks, and asks him to remove his mask, but when he does so... It is not him, but yet him at the same time. Speed, Speed does not recognize the face of Racer X, seemingly proving that Racer X is not Rex Racer. Um, so, Speed goes on to receive an invitation to the Grand Prix, where he goes and races... With the help of Inspector Detector. Um, So Royalton places a $1 million bounty on Speed Racer. Because Speed turned down his contract offer to race for him. But that's during the race, so... Yeah, so Speed is driving. Meanwhile, everybody else is trying to kill him. Oh, yeah. You see all Um, these, like, cool scenes and all that. Yep. Um, So Speed eventually... So Speed starts out really slow, and he eventually catches up to the leader, who is a Hall of Fame driver, Jack Cannonball Taylor, who uses yes. cheating devices. Who uses it, what is called a spear hook to latch their cars together and just wait, essentially... Wait, not during that. The million-dollar bounty doesn't come in during that part of the movie. It's during the illegal part. It's during the, like, first big race. Oh, okay, because Wikipedia says Royalton... Ha- Royalton places the million dollar bounty, and that is put right next to the uh, Grand Prix section. Me reading. I was placed a 
Um, oh, wow. Wait. Then how does... What? What? We, I'm confuzzled. So either way, um, Cannonball Taylor tries to sabotage Speed with a device called a spear hook, which latches their cars together and makes Speed crash. But Speed uses mm. some racing savvy and interesting tech um, to expose the cheating device to the video cameras. Wow, you um, are legitimately reading this word for word. No, I've I, I've I've skipped a lot because this is actually I know, but I, I'm follow I'm following you on this Wikipedia article. Um. And so Speed ends up winning the Grand Prix. Um, Royalton is taken down for his corruption. Um, and Racer X is watching. Um, Racer X is watching this race from like a luxury booth and yeah. like a flashback. Um, that proves, and then he's just like, I am the brother because I blew up yeah. my own car, but no one knows I blew up my own car. Yeah. Um, Racer X has a flashback which proves that he actually is Rex, um, who he faked his death and <laughs> underwent extensive plastic surgery to change his appearance in order to protect speed and the sport of racing. You mean you don't do that regularly after you leave a job? You don't, like, change your face? I have not. Have you? Yes. <laughs> um, so the movie ends as um, speed celebrates with his family and Royalton gets sent to jail for corruption. So that's my um, attempt to replicate what Caleb does for this show <laughs> and try to sufficiently recap a movie without sounding like a complete idiot. Yeah, you did okay. Yeah, I think I did all right. I got the general plot out there without revealing too much. But now um, we reveal too much now. Yeah, now it's time to start revealing too much because we're going to start talking about how much we like this movie because I don't know about you, Dylan, but I had a fucking blast with this movie. Oh, this movie's fantastic. And, like, it's... people don't, like, give it enough credit for actually being, mm -hmm. like, one, loyal to the source material, which is very rare in today's comic book world, which yeah. is even weirder. Um, two, embodying the style of it fantastically. Yes. And, yes. like... Everyone's gonna shit on because like it's 2008 graphics. Of course, it's 2008 graphics. What do you want it was made in 2008. It? Yeah, it's just like the technology wasn't as good, and then people argue it's like. Dur, 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 dur. I'm like, how are you going to find a track like that? Yeah. And how are you not gonna make that movie? Well, that and honestly, the weird, crazy <laughs> environments added to the charm of the film. It really added to the charm because you have these bright, vibrant like really poppy colors mm -hmm. that you cannot look away from the screen. It is like eye candy in the most literal sense. Yeah. You like cannot look away. Everything just like flies out of the screen right at you. Mm -hmm. Um, and dude, the race sequences They're are sexy. so fun. Yeah, it's Matt. The race sequences are Mad Max for children. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. It also tells the story real because at the end when he's like, um, uh, just going like, um, like, and he's trying to feel out the car of the Mach Six because he mm -hmm. stalled it, and yeah. then he clicks it into gear, and like he just goes and like yeah. blasts off. That's some of the best storytelling right there because it mm -hmm. embodies every one of like the characters' motivations in one yeah. fell swoop. Because like, you get the family, you get the brother, you get the corporate man, and you just get everything. And that last scene where it's like, here we go again, and he's just bouncing off the LED screen. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
See, I'm really glad you brought up just the general storytelling of the film because I really want to talk about the first 20 minutes. Okay, go. The first 20 minutes are so superbly written and edited. Yes. So the first 20 minutes of the film, you're bouncing back and forth between flashback and present day. Yes, where because Speed he's is racing having, his brother. Yes, where he, Speed The ghost is, of his brother. Yes, so Speed's brother set the course record at their local track before his death. Um, and we, we, we see clips from that race of Rex racing in it. And we see kind of, we see bits and pieces of speed and Rex's relationship and how much speed absolutely adores his brother. Yes. Like with that whole driving scene where Rex is telling him, you know, you, sometimes you just have to feel it. The car is like a living, breathing thing. You just have to get in sync with it. Yeah. Um, and showing him how to drive a race car, it really, really builds up that relationship. So you know why Speed is so desperate for Racer X to be his brother. Oh, yeah. So we can get that, um, that uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That, like, confirmation or that, like, thumbs up of just being like, you mm-hmm. do goo. And he gets it, but yeah. he doesn't know he gets it. Yes. And then um, they intersperse all those flashbacks with scenes of present day in the movie with speed just driving. And we entered, we meet all of the other characters. Like we meet pops, we meet mom, we meet mm-hmm. Spritel. <laughs> I love Spritel. He was so Spritel's much fun. great. Um, we, we, we meet Chim Chim. We meet Trixie. We meet um, his mechanic guy whose name I'm forgetting. It's just one of the best. Sparky. Setups in a, you forgot. Sparky, it's that the, was it. Yes. It's the most. Oh my God. <laughs> I yes. forgot his name. It's Sparky. It's been a couple of days since I watched it at this point. Give me a break. No. No. So, yeah, I, I just think that first 20 minutes, it's just really, really good filmmaking because it immediately immerses you in the world. Like, mm-hmm. they have all the scenes for, I don't know, about two, three minutes. They're all indoors. Yeah. They're all indoors where everything looks normal. <laughs> everything looks like a normal movie set. And then you have that door opening scene and you just see this crazy CG environment outside. Yep. Um, which threw me for a loop at first. Cause I was like, Holy shit. What the fuck? I didn't know what I didn't know that was coming. I thought oh, it was going to be the big CG world. Yeah. I didn't know that was a part of it. I oh, just yeah. thought it was it's a normal all, live action movie. It's basically just all for the majority of the rest of the movie. It's if mm-hmm. they're not the house, it's all CG blue screen sets. Yeah. It's, it, it's honestly jarring at first, but then once you kind of get into it, you really get wrapped up in the aesthetic. Like the mm-hmm. colors just pop so much and there's so much going on visually. Well, that's the point of the Speed Racer world. Like back in the 60s, like it was mm-hmm. just this vibrant kind of race story because it was kind of like the first of its time to embody mm-hmm. this idea of just this vibrant race style instead of like this cool cut, like neutral tone color kind of style. Yeah. Um. I mean, this was basically just a live-action anime movie. It was, and that's why it I love was, it. Like, not just... It's not just an adaptation of an mm-hmm. anime. It, it is, is an anime. It is an anime, and just that's what we'll give it, people. And that's what I'll give it credit to, because mm-hmm. there's one other movie that, like, I've seen recently that's solely based off of, a like, a Japanese comic, a manga, that... Uh-huh didn't do well in terms of animation because they gave it the shittiest animation possible. Yeah. But when the live action movie came out, it was so perfectly adapted that it was just 
It was fantastic. Adapted. Yeah. What adapted Dylan? You said, yeah, I, what you the said that, fuck? and I was like, hold on, hold on. I know ow, he knows the real word. Ow, ow, <laughs> ow, ow. Uh, it's all right, Dylan. Ow. It's all right. I need to go to bed. Um. <laughs> so, um, besides that, um, it's still just really great to mm-hmm. see, like, before the Wachowskis fall, we got a very spectacular looking movie. And yeah, like, see, I like, remember see, that will segue into another thing I want to talk about here in a second. Um, mm-hmm. But continue. Sorry. No, it was just interesting because I remember being like, like, because this came out around, um, I don't know if it was summer or fall or something like that. Um, I've but, got it right here. Yeah, it came out in the summer and um, it worked weirdly because I was like, uh, during that time in my life, I always saw movies with my family and I really mm. want to see this movie, but no one wanted to see this movie. And something I really liked about that when I eventually saw it on Thanksgiving. That's was a long that. time after the release. Cause the release date was May of uh, 2008. Well, it came out forever. It, it just, I fully watched that movie on Thanksgiving mm. of that year. And I remember the reviews prior, like, it's like, Oh, it was just a movie to show how CGI is taking over the movie industry. I'm like, kinda, but like, the more I grew up, the more I understood storytelling, the more I realized that mm-hmm. the Wachowskis understood that in order to tell a story of this kind of magnitude to be good to the source material, not necessarily not necessarily loyal, but just good to it, Yeah, you gotta be good. Yeah, like again, I'm not an expert on the original series, but from what I've seen, this is a fair... I mean, it's at least... it. You can tell they love the source material, and you can yeah. tell that they did their best to capture the feel of the mm-hmm. world in this. Yeah, and um, that and they did it perfectly. Yes. Um so Dylan, um scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate this movie? Mm, I'm giving it a 7.9. 7.9. I'm You know what, Dylan? I'm going to take a page out of your book. My god. I'm yeah. wearing them down. Hey, dude, we're keeping it breezy and casual. We're keeping it breezy and casual without Caleb here. <laughs> so you're telling me Caleb's the dad? You're, you're telling me Caleb's the dad who makes sure we have to be like in his rigid square? There's no rules. Put your shirt back on. There's one rule. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it a seven point seven five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Very like, good. It's a it's a very good movie. Like yes, it's borderline great. I think it's, it's just the little things that hold up. You know, it, it it it's campy. It knows it's campy. Oh, yeah. It, it knows exactly what it is, and it's well, not trying to be anything serious. And I wish people would take a page out of this book of, mm-hmm. like, what this movie is, because we've gotten into this, like, super serious kind of, like, superhero Marvel kind of DC even kind of crap, where mm-hmm. it's like everything has to be, like, of so serious plot. And I'm just like, guys, we just need a fun movie for the love of God. Yeah. Okay. Like, um, we have too many, you have so many characters. And the next one is, ah, yes, a Marvel Kung Fu movie. Who's directing that? A rom-com guy. We're fucked. Yeah, I see, oh, no, see, I'm actually kind of excited for Shang-Chi just because I love Kung Fu movies. So I'm excited. I'm kind of excited to see what Marvel does with it. And what, and it's got Tony, um, Tony Leung Chiu-Wai, who is such a good actor. Beside the point. Beside the yeah, point. we're getting off topic. Um, so Dylan, mm. the Wachowskis. Yes. Um, 
They have re- they have, they have s- movies. They have they good have, movies. They, they have, have bad movies. Yes, and they have ba- absolute dog shit movies. <laughs> yeah. So um, the Wachowski sisters have released um, Lena. It's yeah, Lena and Lily Wachowski. They have um, co-directed seven movies in total, mm-hmm. and I have now now that I've seen Speed Racer, I've seen six of them. Um, I tried to fill in the, the my Wachowskis. Like the gaps in my in the Wachowski filmography that I had not seen. Over they the past did week. V for Vendetta. They wrote it. They, they did wrote not direct it. it. They wrote it. Sorry, yes. I'm reading that now. Yes, they okay. were writers and producers. But they've so the movies that they have directed, um, going backwards in time. We have Jupiter Ascending from 2015, ah. uh, Cloud Atlas from 2012, which is the one that I have not seen. I have not seen Cloud Atlas. I've seen all their other movies. Um, we got Speed Racer, 2008, mm-hmm. um, and then in 2003 and 1999, we have the Matrix trilogy, um, the mm-hmm. Matrix, Matrix, Matrix Reloaded, and Matrix Revolutions, and in 1996, Bound, which is their best movie, one of my all-time favorite movies. It's incredible. I haven't seen it. I think it's on Hulu now. It's incredible. Neat. So good. Um, it's a kind of... Um, romantic crime thriller starring um starring jennifer tilly and gina gershon gershon and um my guy joey pants mm-hmm. joe pantoliano who's such a good character actor hmm. who has also appeared in uh, he was in the matrix he was cypher oh okay um so the wachowskis at least in my opinion are super hit or miss very like they're the um, definition of hit or miss yeah, like I've seen six Wachowski movies. I've liked three. I've hated two. I've hated one. I've disliked one, and I've kind of meh on another. I'm the gonna three... guess you hated Jupiter Ascending. You are correct. You I were meh. Two... You were meh on the third Matrix. I was meh on the second Matrix, and I Damn. didn't like the third Matrix. Damn! I thought I could. I thought I was just gonna go for third hmm. because that's an easy target. Yeah, but um... oh god. I watched Jupiter Ascending this week, dude, and... Why? Oh I warned God. you! Why were you even a... Because I was like, you know, I'm, I've am i seen... Because it was... It was actually before I watched Speed Racer. I watched it You're like the day before a dumbass. I watched Speed Racer. You're a dumbass. Well, here's the thing. The Speed Racer was not ready for me to pick up at the library yet, so I needed to watch something. And I was like, I haven't seen Jupiter Ascending. I know it's going to be bad. Did but they like, war- You know, like, it's all like those warnings of, are you sure you want to leave this site? Are you sure you want to leave this site? Are you sure you want to leave this site? <laughs> here's what happened when you took that movie out. It was, are you sure you want to walk out of the building? Are you sure? I The return box is right next to you. Do you want to put it back? I watched it on Netflix, and Netflix, I Netflix I was like, "Are it. you sure? Yes. Are you They're sure like, we can delete sure? it?" Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of I, I turned it off after the bees part. Oh, when they circle around Melina, when Sean Bean is like, "They're genetically dispo- predisposed to recognize royalty," and I was like, "Bees, <laughs> bees, <laughs> bees." <laughs> I mean, if they're going to base it off of something with a matriarchy, at least it's going to be bees instead of, like, hyenas. They go to the zoo, and, like, the hyenas are just around going... (laughs) The hyenas just start attacking everybody, but the only person they don't eat is Mila Kunis. Yes. Um, But, yeah, the Jupiter sending sucked. Um, I I was going to watch Cloud Atlas, and then I saw that it was three hours long, and I was like, oh, no, fuck that. No, it's not. Again, not worth your time. Um, Um, 
I've heard mixed reviews on Cloud Atlas, but then um, obviously Speed Racer is probably my third favorite after The Matrix and Bound. Um, the Wachowskis, three fucking hits, dude. Yeah. Um, so Dylan, I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are on the Wachowski movies that you have seen at least. Because oh, how many have you seen? Oh boy, um, that they've directed or that they've been a part of. Um, we'll stick with directed, but I know they've written and produced a couple bangers. A lot. Um, I've seen all three of the Matrices. I've watched. A fourth of Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> you made it a. I made it a little further than you did. And then watched a bit of clips outside in YouTube. Um, yeah. Saw Speed Racer, obviously. Mm. And I watched Cloud Atlas, and that was a mistake. I will never get back those hours. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I haven't seen Bound, but... Um, I, I, I highly, yeah. highly recommend it. Okay. I... Uh, I'll get right on that after I uh, re- fucking delete my memory of Jupiter Ascending or make me remember the movie. You bastard. Sorry about that, buddy. No, you're not. I'm going no, to I'm find not you. Sorry. I'm not I'm, sorry at all. You, I have your dice. They stay here forever now. Bees? <laughs> <laughs> Would you describe the episode? Can you just have bees in the middle of it somewhere? Yeah, I'll like, I'll like, this week they talk about da-da-da, da-da-da, and... Bees? Bees? <laughs> Bees? Bees? Just, no, the, the name of the episode is not Speed Racer, it's, it's just... Bees? Bees? <laughs> we become a nature documentary for a while. <sighs> yeah, dude, Jupiter sounding sucks, but... Uh, um, but no, back know, on suck. point of yeah, the Wachowskis. The Wachowskis, great. Gr- I think overall... The good is so good, it helps outweigh the bad. I feel like they're balanced, and just from the idea mm-hmm. that they did Sensate pretty well in my oh, brain. Oh, yeah, they did Sensate too. Yeah, it was really well done. Mm-hmm. I have not watched that, but I've heard very good things. It's very good. I enjoy it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, um, and Lana Wachowski will be um, directing the fourth Matrix movie, which comes out at the I, end of this year. I'm, um, I'm not a fan of remakes. See, because well, it's, it's more of it's I, a reboot. I don't, I don't care. Like, we'll get to that on a different episode. But no, I I, actually, I really agree with you on this one. Because with the way they ended the third Matrix, I really don't understand how they can continue that story with Keanu Reeves specifically. 700 years later, he's back in the battery tube. Yeah, like, I, but dude, I don't know. Matrix 4, I'm iffy on. I'll see it, but I'm iffy on it. I won't. Um... One thing that I really love about the Wachowskis is that ever since The Matrix, they've basically just been doing live-action animes. Yeah. Well, the, that's that's the, what The Matrix is. What is it? The um, That's what The Matrix is, yeah. Yeah, it's The Matrix, Speed Racer, Jupiter Ascending to a certain extent. It's like a bad anime, but it's kind of got that vibe da, to da, it. Da, 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 do not, yeah. I repeat, do not insult anime with your fucking gobbledygoo and the bullshit that just came out of your mouth bringing out this idea that you dare insult anime with this stupid gobbledygoo bullshit of motherfucking Jupiter Ascendant. Do we understand here? Bees? <laughs> Bees? Is that... <laughs> wait, wait. Can I ask a, can I ask a favor? <laughs> What? Out of left field, while having a conversation with your wife, just say, bees? I already do. <laughs> what do you mean you say bees? It's, it's a, I mean, it's been a long-running joke for me for a you while. You saw it a week ago. 
you're a liar. No, no, not no, not just based on Jupiter ascending. It's because of Arrested Development. Oh, because that's there's fair. The whole beads versus bees thing, and yeah, you know, bees. Ugh. So, Dylan, do you want to hear what Rotten Tomatoes has to say about Speed Racer? It's probably thirty percent or something like that. It's higher than that. Forty. So you're not far off there. So, 42. Speed Racer has a little lower. Feed me more. It's between 40 and 42, Dylan. You have one option here. 43. Yes. The number (laughs) that I was thinking of between 40 and 42 (laughs) was 43. (laughs) So 217 reviews. It's got a 41%. Uh, (laughs) The critics' consensus is overloaded with headache-inducing special effects, Speed Racer finds the Wachowskis focused on visual thrills at the expense of a coherent storyline. Okay, so here's my thing about the Ron Tomato people who probably mm-hmm. reviewed this movie. They were probably old, they're old now, and they were old back uh-huh. when they watched this, so before they could even form a semblance of an idea of what an entire, like, colorful action-packed movie could mm-hmm. be, I would look back at their records and see how much they suck Disney's dick. See, well, okay, well, here's my thing. I think that the CG, I mean, it, I mean, objectively, it is overstuffed with CG. There's just so much CG in it. But that's how, what, but, how no, yeah, what yes, I'm getting at is. Yes, of course, we've complained about this because Star Wars doesn't have any CG. Not some of the best CG we've seen ever in the history of the world, Rogue One. Yeah, but what I'm what I'm getting at is. If the, I mean, those critics looking at it in 2008 lens, it's a lot of CG. Looking back from where we are now at 2008, it's just another run-of-the-mill movie, man. Like, we got so much fucking CG. I feel like at that's a problem in today's world. Yeah, like, this one, it, it gets crazy. It's imaginative with the visuals. It is going for it. Yeah. You, one thing you can always say about the Wachowskis, they fucking go for it. They yeah. are going with a. Str- they're either hitting a home run or they're striking out. Yeah, they're not. They're not getting the first. They're not getting a single. They're not getting a double. They are getting a home run or they are striking or out. Or nothing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and right, dude, speed speed racer. Looking back, looking back from twenty twenty one back to two thousand eight, speed racer is a hit. But I yeah. understand why it was poorly reviewed when it first came out. Hundred percent. I get it. Right. Um, uh, like, I get that too, but now I'm going to beat people with a whacking hammer. <laughs> Be right back. Um, so, Dylan, do you want to hear about um, 2008 in film? Because it was a good year. Mm-hmm. Hit me. So, um, 2008 was the last year that the Academy only nominated five Best Picture nominees. Oh, before they made it tolerable. Yeah, I mean, b- before they tolerable, I before quote. they bumped it up to ten maximum. Oh God, I hate you. The nom- I hate because the nominees this year were Slumdog Millionaire, which won. We have not mm-hmm. watched that yet. I'm looking forward to that. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. The curious case what? of I have not seen Slumdog Millionaire. I have seen none of the movies that were nominated for Best Picture in 2008. Why am I more cultured than you? Yeah, so Slumdog, Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Frost seen Nixon, no nope. Milk, and The Reader. I I haven't I've seen two of them. <laughs> I'm not that much t- better than you. <laughs> so you've seen Slumdog and what else? Button. Button. Okay. Um. So the reason they expanded the next year was because a certain movie did not 
get nominated for Best Picture and people flipped the fuck out. I'm trying to think of what movie in 2008. Oh, I don't. I didn't know movies back then. I didn't really care. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, so it did win. It did win a couple Academy Awards. It got one acting win for a posthumous. Can you role. give me a hint? Give me like, give me like a, give me like the Hangman stuff. Give me like a, not Hangman. Give me like the Wheel of Fortune crap. Okay. Um, let's see, it is a, it's an action movie. Mm-hmm. Kind of a detective-y kind of thriller. It, what the um the role that won this actor um best support there's a role that won best supporting actor and it's in this movie uh, yes it is commonly hailed as one of the best acting performances ever that doesn't help everyone thinks that every year no this is this is the most universally like agreed upon this dude killed it um and the role inevitably led him to he he was method he was very method oh oh dark knight Yes, yes, the Dark Knight. Really? Oh wow! Like, shit, I'm old. Um, yeah, 2008, dude. I love the Dark Knight, and it does not feel that old sometimes because it has aged so well. Yeah, it's one of Christopher Nolan's best. Um, yep. Um, so that's 2008 in film, dude. It's crazy. It's weird. Oh, shit, and a couple other big movies from that year because there are some really good ones, though. No, those are the only movies existed. Oh no, Dylan! There are some very good ones. I know. So we've got, as we mentioned, all those movies that got nominated for Best Picture. We've got um, The Dark Knight. We've got Ponyo. Mm-hmm. We've got The Hurt Locker. Actually, no, The Hurt Locker, I think, was next year, the next year. I think it was year. next year, too. Um, Pineapple Express. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> the first Kung Fu Panda movie. Ah, even better. Step Brothers. Fantastic. Wally. Don't make me cry. <laughs> um, Hellboy 2. That movie, that movie deserves mm. best picture. Hellboy Two is incredible. Um, Taken. Oh no! It started it there. Um, Tropic Thunder, one of the best comedies of the 21st century. It's a great like look yeah. on. It's a great look on uh, the Hollywood industry as a whole. And uh, in addition to Tropic Thunder, this was a very good year for Robert Downey Jr. Because the movie that started it all. Iron Man. The first Iron Man. So 2008 was stacked. And I think Speed Racer is in like my top five for the year. Damn. Yeah. So, I just want to I just want to talk about Tropic Thunder now because that movie was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Do you want to watch Tropic Thunder and make that a topic for next week? <laughs> no. I will make it something more. Something more. Bees? I got nothing. <laughs> bees? <laughs> we should watch bee movies. <laughs> if we had more of a following, I would say we let the people decide. And let the we... people decide. We'll post a Twitter poll to the um, three people that follow. Actually, no, the four people that follow us that are not um, me or Caleb on Twitter. <laughs> um. I mean, that's really all I've got, dude. Speed Racer is just fun as fuck. Speed Racer is is the embodiment of the idea that you can make a very colorful, very fantastic movie, take Mm. it from correct source material, and then use the source material in the correct positive way that does not Mm. insult it, that does not belittle it, they treat it with respect, and you Mm -hmm. get a great movie because these people love it so much. 
Yes, it is a movie that is oozing with love for the source material. You can tell the Wachowskis really, really, really want to make a good Speed Racer movie, and mm-hmm. they fucking nailed it. Mm-hmm. It's, it is campy. Mm-hmm. It's dumb. It knows exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And it is so much fun, and I love it to death. And I can't stress this enough. Eye candy in the most literal sense. Like, you are just looking back and forth the whole time. Like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh yeah, it's all the time. Because you, you're you being bombarded with a shit ton of, like, all of it. Colors, action, yeah. gra- motion, Characters, graphic, everything. Yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that really kind of wraps us up with speed racer yes but, um, before we go dylan it, um what movie are we watching next i'm week? gonna I'm give you terrified i'm going to give you i'm so scared the choice i'm giving you three options three three choice. options all right one is a movie called your name two okay. is a Hold movie co- don't look this up don't look any of them up don't look any of them okay. up just just go by name just go by name um so your name Weathering with you, or the boy and the beast? Oh yeah, the boy and the beast. You mentioned that a couple of days ago, or I'm a couple of three. Ago, I'm giving you three. They, they're all they're all anime. Yeah. So your name, the boy and the beast, and what's the other one? Weathering with you. Weather. I'm gonna toss that one out now. Um. Come on, Rossi Poo. I know you've talked about your name a whole lot before. Mm-hmm. And it's a Toho movie. Shit. <laughs> Animated. It's a romantic fantasy film. That intrigues me. We're going to go with your name. Hey! And gonna you're going to cry. Name. You are going to cry. Great. Um, is it available on any streaming services? Let me pull it up on Letterboxd. <laughs> I don't quick. think so. You're fucked. Your boy does not want to drop $3 on it. On, uh, oh, shut up. Prime. You pay for a, <laughs> you pay for a library subscription. You pay for those movies. Um, I know I paid like $10 one time for my library card and I love it so much. Support Neat. your local library, everybody. Nope. I'll, I'm just going to drop $3 on it on Amazon because I doubt my library is going to have it. <laughs> so that does it for this week's episode. I'm going to splooge over that movie. I don't know what to expect because I'm not exactly well-versed in anime. That's not directed by Hayao Miyazaki. <laughs> Well, joke's on you. I am. Oh, oh I know you are. You're the anime <laughs> boy in the group. I'm a weeb. AB a- means angriest boy, and it means anime boy. True. Um, so, Dylan, do you have anything you want to plug this week? I will always plug Complete Uses Talking. I will always plug it to find it on Spotify or whatever you get your um, podcasts. Um, and I will also plug... Um, Binge picture podcast because fuck it, why not? I'll I'll self Dylan, and I'll self why plug. Are you plugging this podcast <laughs> because on the I podcast. I want to break the walls, <laughs> man. You can't stop me. Rules mean nothing to you. Not really. Not when you're like dozens of miles away and I'm here. I think the exact measurement from is like twenty six miles, something like that. Dozens of miles away. Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, just technically two dozens and then a little bit extra. We don't count that part. Um, at, at 24 miles, I just stop. <laughs> um, so I would like to plug an album, well, a band that I have really been digging 
mm-hmm. for the past couple months. They have a new album coming out in September. They are called The Green Lung. They Interesting. Are, they are a psychedelic stoner metal band, and they fucking rock. Oh, if we're but, plugging music now, I got another plug then. Yeah, I'm plugging music now. Um, if you just want a kick-ass rock metal psychedelic kind of folksy stoner band mm-hmm. the green lungs the way to go dude heard um they've got a full-length album out on um wherever you can get your albums um, yeah called um woodland rights and their second album black harvest arrives i think september 3rd mm-hmm. the lead single from that is called leaders of the blind and that track fucks dude it's so good good to know so that's my plug for the week. Um, you can find them on Bandcamp, where you can buy their music and support them, or you can stream them on Spotify, um, or wherever you stream your music, I think. I, I use Spotify, so I don't know. Um, Listen to Samuel Kim. He's great. He makes all these like cool renditions of known songs. Oh, shit, I've listened to some of his stuff. His stuff's really good. His stuff is fantastic. It's basically yeah. my workout playlist right now. Yeah, that dude kicks ass. He's got some awesome stuff, he too. He smacks. He smacks mm-hmm. real good. I um, peaked my audio, so suck it, Ross. You son of a bitch. So, um, before we sign off, you can follow us on Twitter at Binge Picture. You can like us on Facebook. You can send us an email at BingePicturePod at gmail.com. Um, you can follow us on Spotify. You can subscribe, and then you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Or you can subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. We don't really care. Just listen to the fucking show and spread it to your friends. Um, that covers pretty much everything I've got. You got anything else, Dylan? I've been the angriest boy. Good night. Bees? Bees?